Well, folks, we're back already. Uh, about eight seconds after we stopped recording the last one, it's episode 40.5 of Stick to Sports. Uh, an all questions episode, which we like to do sometimes. We're clearing out the old questions mailbag, bro. Hell yeah. Let's go. Um, Dan Johnson at Johnson Dan asks, would you rather perpetually feel like you have a hair in your mouth or that you had to sneeze? Oh, God. These are both horrible feelings. Terrible, terrible feelings. Uh, hair in mouth. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, but there's there's no good answer. There, yeah, you're, you're, your life is shit after this. The feeling of having to sneeze, I'll, I'll say the only thing that's worse is when you feel like you have to sneeze, but you don't sneeze, and then you feel like you yes. have to sneeze again. Well, that's, well, that's like, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. That, that is, <laughs> that's the exact feeling. Feeling like you have to sneeze and then not being able to sneeze. But I'm, like, say, I, I'm I could... saying when it like reloads that second time is way worse than the feeling that you just don't sneeze the first time. That's all I'm saying. I think I'd have to quit my job if it, if I always felt like I was going to sneeze. Like I I just wouldn't be able to focus on anything Medical for the rest di- of my like life. Like go on you know disability for the rest of your life. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, and then like maybe you can get a class action lawsuit together. I like that'll happen. Another like underrated. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that. That's 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 not the right way to put it. But like if if you're eating popcorn and you get like part of a uh, pop, like a popcorn particle like stuck in your molar god god almighty right up right along the gum line that little that little like piece of the skin of the seed yeah i don't i'm not even talking yeah that that that's sucks the, obviously that's but what, the, what, what that's i was worse for me but i know i know what you mean yeah like like where it's like stuck when on the inside of one of your molars your yeah. yeah when you're trying Horrible. to dig it out with your tongue and you just you just can't you can't get to it you no, just got to no. wait for it to dissolve and go away another bad one is uh when you eat a piece of pizza too fast and Mm -hmm. it burns the roof of your mouth and that feeling like the you can feel the scar tissue in your mouth for like a day day and a half oh yeah oh yeah horrendous um i also here's here's a really ironic fact about me (laughs) given my profession i get like dry skin on on the on like my fingertips like on my on the tips of my thumb and index finger mm-hmm. like, like during, especially during the winter yep and it's like and it's, you know it sucks it, it it dries out it cracks it's it's an awful feeling the best way for me to remedy that is with a brand of hand cream called working hands and it comes in this like it comes in like a green tube and it's literally meant for people for like construction workers and guys who are like who's like mechanics and guys who get oil and turpentine and stuff on their on their fingers and it screws <laughs> with their hands and i'm like no nah, i just have sensitive skin and i type a lot like that's 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 literally no i'm like just a, i'm just a I, big baby yeah right and it's and it's and it's affecting my my main typing fingers and i just i can't i can't abide by it it is a work-related hazard just not for the reasons that the manufacturers think right Oh man, yeah. There was all kinds of little dumb things. Oh yeah, 
Where, like, it's not stub your toe or anything like that, but, like, you can just do one thing and it ruins your day. Oh, God. A hundred percent. Cutting your fingernails too closely. Oh, just that feeling of when you know you're doing it. I did it. And I, you're and you're I, halfway through the nail and you're like, there's no turning back now. I just have yeah, to power a, through the rest of this. I'm a nail biter too. Yeah, same. So you're like, I'm super prone to like, I'll be biting a nail and it'll just cut, it'll cut too close like halfway through. Oof. Yeah, horrendous. Um, okay, let's go to the next one here. Carl at CVanV8. Oh, yeah. Uh, Asks, what is the ugliest state in terms of topography? <laughs> I'm going to say Florida. Nah, that's not right. Why not? Because there's stuff in Florida. You have you have the beach. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking about, like, it is... Swamps. It's flatter than Kansas. People don't know that about Florida. So... No, it... it it is weird. Like, I, I, if you ever, I, I don't know if you ever been to Jacksonville, but Jacksonville is, I, I think, I think it's the largest city, uh, based on square mileage in in the country. So, just in terms of sheer size, obviously population, and it is what it is. But it's like, just in, in terms of land area, um, and it. I, I went there a few years ago, and we're driving through Jacksonville, and it just felt like you're. It feels like you're on a treadmill or something, where you're like, "How am I still, like, how you're you're on like you're, you're on the interstate, and you just see all these exits for like Jacksonville this and Jacksonville that, and you're like, where I've been in the car for thirty minutes. <laughs> like I, I, my friends, you know, my friend's girlfriend at the time, now his wife, she went, to, she was at University of uh, North Florida at the time, which is in Jacksonville, and we drove from like her apartment to. The football stadium there yeah and i felt like i was in the car for for two hours um you just passed the same applebee's 400 times yeah all right so let's let's uh it's more just like you pass up you know strip malls and strip clubs right. and just even more even more depressing shit but it's also on the beach so whatever um now most most states have something redeeming about them right like yeah i would agree like talk about I mean like Nevada. Nevada's an ugly state. Mm-hmm. There's it's there's nuclear testing grounds and whatever, but it's also got the Hoover Dam, which is cool. Yep. And uh I feel like you gotta give it points for say the Las Vegas strip. Like that's at least cool looking. So But that I mean that's not topography. Well that, that is that is true. It's not topography. No further questions. Um Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's got to be a plain state. It's got to be like a just a flat state. So like a Kansas or Iowa, maybe. I always, I, I will say this. I've ripped on Delaware in the past before. <laughs> as as well you should have, quite frankly. It, I, I ran out of money driving, driving through it in college because of all the tolls, and I've never gotten over it. Um, I think Delaware is pretty ugly in terms of states I've actually driven through. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma, I feel like it's probably pretty bad. I'm imagining like the Jode family <laughs> leaving the Dust Bowl. Hell yeah. I assume it still looks like that. Yeah, I think it is. I think the Dust Bowl never stopped happening there. <laughs> I mean, 
if you get too far up in the in the plains, like you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit the mountains. Correct. You, even if you're in like say Arkansas, there's like certain cool stuff there, right? So, right. Kansas, there's no way Kansas is any fun to drive through. Ohio sort of sucks. Ohio, like the drive through Ohio on the Ohio Turnpike is like mind numbing. Same bet. goes for Indiana. Yeah, I mean, like I I remember the the times I've had to drive like diagonally through uh, even Pennsylvania, where you're just like this this just this shit doesn't stop. You're See, in like, Pennsylvania with, for forty hours, and the part that you drive like, through I, is driving through Pennsylvania is terrible. Like driving from Pittsburgh yeah. to Philly is terrible. Uh, what's worse is going like Pittsburgh to like if you cut diagonally across the state, like going like you're talking about like on I-80 or whatever it is where you go through like Wilkes-Barre and all that stuff. That sucks tremendously. But and, – and there's there's nothing there. But at least there's like some some variance in terms of – in terms of – you know, we'll go back to topography. Like right. there's there's at least stuff. It's different. It just seems like it takes forever because it does. Right. I'm still going Delaware. Yeah, I – I get it. But again, to your earlier point about Florida can't be at the beach. Yeah, I know. I'm still going Delaware. I don't. Hey, that's fine. I went with Florida. Um, <laughs> Jason Waterfalls at Cranman85 asks, what's the best ABBA song? I don't. I'm not a 55 year old woman, so I'm not. The answer I don't is know. Waterloo, everybody. The answer is Waterloo. I have no opinion on ABBA. They're fun. I, I don't know. I my, don't listen my, to them, but they're fun. Oh, Fernando. That's the best ABBA song. It's a good one. So, there you go. Asked and answered. Curtis Neeson. Um, what? Well, hold on. My, like, my only real, like, my biggest exposure to, to ABBA was watching Mamma Mia like, with my friend while we were hungover, like, on, on a Sunday. Hell and yeah. we watched... All of it, this is, you know, God, it's, this could be 10 years ago at this point. And um, Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. in that movie, yeah, like, I, I don't know how, I like Pierce Brosnan, I, you know, he's a, he's a famous guy, he's a star. So maybe nobody else like in that age bracket wanted to, play the role or something i i don't know i'm sure there's some good reason for it he his singing in that movie is one of the funniest things i've ever watched like i think i laughed i think i laughed harder at uh at him singing i don't i guess it's called when you're gone no it's sos okay they were singing sos and i think i laughed i think it's that's a top 10 just like uncontrollable laughter moment for me it's it's him just bellowing into a microphone is, he does not know what he's doing okay you could pick someone off the street and and have them do a better job i could <laughs> see right now i could have i could have sung a lot better than pierce brosnan a lot better well i love a good weird pierce brosnan performance um do you ever see that movie the matador i i think i caught part of it He's yeah. it's a very weird good performance where he's a hitman who befriends Greg Kinnear like and he wants to be a normal guy but he's yeah. just a hitman and he can't be a normal guy. 
Uh, it's amazing. I have He's amazing. I honestly, I, honestly I haven't looked at him the same since I watched Mamma Mia. I get it. Like on those on those commercials for that. AMC series he's on, which I feel like we've been seeing, by the way, for like a year. Yeah. Or, or I, They've been advertising this thing for God knows how long, and I think it still hasn't started, or it's just about to, or whatever. Yeah, I think it starts next week. The southern accent... It's not great. Where he's like, I, I, like, I made my fortune in blood, or whatever he says. I, I, I can't... I can't get over it. When he, like I, I said, when he's in a weird like comedy kind of a role, because like you know, the Matador is a dark comedy. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. No, he, like I'll even this, say he's great in like, Mrs. Doubtfire. He's amazing. Yes, in Mrs. I was. I was about to say that's that's unbelievable. Like I'm I'm down with that. But this is like a deadly serious right. period piece on AMC where he's playing a cowboy or whatever. Some right. it's, some it's o- like, some oil baron. Right. I was gonna say it's there will be blood. The TV show. But he's he, he's a really I actually just read an interview that he did I can't remember with who to promote this show yeah he's a super interesting guy his life he's had this amazing life where you know he his father abandoned him and like he you know he was an orphan essentially I mean he's he's had a he's a fascinating dude and he's had a really cool career but like this this AMC show man I just can't I can't I can't do it yeah yeah I'm 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 out and apparently it's bad from what I've read yeah. So. The, the, I I would say if if the reviews for it were really good, I I would probably I'd probably get on it. Absolutely, but it just doesn't like a, AMC man. Real hit they, or miss. They, Real hit they or need miss. a they need a they need a new hit badly that that doesn't just piggyback off of off of their past successes. Yeah, I mean, they have what they have what uh, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. As like good shows that everybody seems to like, and then a bad show in The Walking Dead that everybody that like idiots like, mm-hmm. right? And and that seems to be it. I don't I, or Halt and Catch Fire is really good actually. No, but, I, but then there's but there's like I they they turn out a ton of that. shit. Yes, like that Hell George Washington movie, uh, Hell on Wheels, Low Winter Sun or whatever oh, was on that after. Was so bad. George Washington series about spies or yeah, whatever it was, it was. Spies or something. I think it was called Turn. Tur- it, was it was called Turn, yeah. Um, and like that, that yeah, could be an interesting show about um. Oh, what's the name of it? The 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 Ring of Spies in in the Revolution times. That could be fascinating, but that show was horrible. So, but they're they're plowing through this stuff, and and it just doesn't stick. It doesn't. They're they're in a rough patch right now. If they put on something good after breaking or after Better Call Saul, like I'd be I'd be all in on it. Yep. But instead, it's just you know Chris Hardwick grinning, <laughs> grinning, grinning into a camera and and asking you know asking banal questions to to, to people what affiliated you, what with the show. What were you thinking on that scene? Great shit, Chris. Thanks. Right, like I. I the, the the actress who plays Kim Wexler her name's her name's Rhea Seahorn I think yep. she's delightful but like do I need her talking to Chris Hardwick for a half hour I don't really think so no I'd rather watch something else that's good mm-hmm. uh okay now we'll do the Curtis Neeson question at Curtis thirty four um if you were Gary Bettman's successor what would your first act as NHL commissioner be good lord 
Do you have a do you have a fa- like a quick and fast answer for that? Four on four hockey. Oh my god. That, you couldn't do it. I'm the commissioner. I can do whatever I want. Can't? Mm-hmm. No, I. You can't. know that. Oh, like okay. So it has to be realistic. Um, I, I would. Be, I think it has to be something that would get past the board of governors. Yeah. Okay. I I would I would make. Or something, excuse me, something that that you wouldn't need Board of Governors approval for. To our earlier point, I would make sure uh, player safety, like, actually enforces player safety. Probably. Yeah. Like, that, that, I think that's the simplest. Enforce, enforce the rule book. Yep. It's, it's pretty, pretty simple. Uh, There you go. Yeah, and then there's, there's other stuff that you could do just with, in terms of the presentation yeah. Of the game and, and the marketing of it. Yeah. But, but th- that seems like the most reasonable answer for everybody. Yeah, I... I'm, I, like... <laughs> they got the expansion draft right. The, Give them credit. After I, shockingly. After, yeah. I think Why? I, I think honestly that was a thing where everybody was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You can't mm-hmm. do this!" And they were like, "Okay, we will do it the way yeah. everybody seems to want." No, that's that's a that's a big step. It's something we talked about when that initially happened. After I sat there and made myself mad about it over the course of forty five minutes, right? You know, they it's not them. It doesn't matter what whether it what it is is whether it's them caving to public public uh public outcry or just recognizing that their fans wanted something and then delivering it doesn't really matter because the outcome's the same right but it's it's a good sign that that they recognized something that people hated and and took a step to fix it right but yeah i the easiest thing to do is just is call the rules yep but i mean that's too complicated because 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 you do not need a, a board of governors vote on that right you just you tell them to enforce the rule book and then and then get screamed at later on by by GMs or whatever. Right. It's worth um, a try though. Yeah. Michael Foist at Michael J Foist asks uh if you could assemble a four horseman like stable of professional athletes, who would you pick? Um I know you're not a big wrestling guy, so just like the four baddest dudes you can think of in professional <laughs> sports to like beat other people up. Russell Westbrook. Yep, absolutely. Not th- that's first ballot. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They have to be good. Right. Yeah, they can't they can't just be big like big tough big tough dudes. Right. Like meatheads. Right. Russell Westbrook. Uh Julio Jones from football. The mm-hmm. Falcons wide receiver. He's he's a badass beyond beyond any level he should be for being a wide receiver and also just an, an athletic an athletic monster uh john carlos stanton yeah that's a good one because he's terrifying and great at baseball yes because that's because that's a sweet spot right it's it's like being actually fearsome and a badass and also talented yes uh, 
still get. I, I think. I think Chara would still get a lot of consideration. Yeah, I. I so, for mine, I was gonna go Russ Westbrook. Um, for my hockey guy, Dustin Bufflin, big buff. Yeah. Two eighty. Yeah. Tough as shit. Uh, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, and like I said, good. Uh, I was thinking maybe Rob Gronkowski for my football fellow. I'd I'd like to see Rob Gronkowski as like a WWF or WWE performer. Well, he was sure. at WrestleMania and SmackDown. You know, uh, well, in recent I, weeks. I mean, I'm talking like full on. Yeah, I, I guess that is true. I I I'd known that that that, that had happened, yeah. but just like f- full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you want him, and then my other answer would be Brock Lesnar. Well, okay, so you because well, like. Because he started it. Well, I guess he did. He started as a football guy and then went to WWE, then went to MMA, then went back to WWE. So maybe that doesn't count. Um, can you can you pick a a wrestling guy for to wrestle? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, he was just also. Mar- How about this? Marshawn Lynch is back in the back in the league now. Oh, is he really? So he, I didn't he, know that. Yeah, yeah he, he, for... signed, he signed with the Raiders yesterday. Awesome. Yeah, sign me up for Marshawn Lynch then. I kind of forgot that that happened, yeah. I didn't know about it at all, so thanks for doing my job for me. Um, Okay, Mitch at How Intensive asks, what do you look for in an ideal bar trivia host? Oh, man, that's great. Short time period, short spans between questions. That's one of my least favorite things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is when there's too much time in between questions. I agree. Like, I get... I get that it seems like it makes sense to play a song between all the questions. way through. Yeah, you don't need to. Not even close. Um, Not even close. Like play snippets of songs if you want. If you want there to be, like, give people a minute in between questions yeah. if you want, um, or a minute and a half, or whatever, or or better yet, like find a bunch of songs that last two minutes long. Perfect. And just and and have that be your have that be your playlist, but. But to go four and a half minutes between questions because you want to play, you know, whatever is is stupid. That's yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, there is a company that does it all over the country, but they've only recently come to like the Boston area, uh, maybe in the last year or so. They're called Geeks Who Drink, and yeah, Geeks Who Drink sixty four questions on the night. Uh, and they, and you get, and you're done within two hours. It's amazing. They're, they're just blazing through it and they're really like fun themes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite, one of my favorite formats is when it's like round one is 10 questions and you, and you just plow through all the questions. Yeah. That's what and, Geeks Who Drink you, is for you know, every round. Right. And, and, it's uh, awesome. you know, you ask, you ask one after the other, it's up, it's up to the teams to like take, take a note if they don't know it immediately and then give people, you know, give people five minutes af- after the round to, to, to gather themselves. And, and then you play a couple songs and then, oh, you know, whatever. No, they but, don't even do that. Like they just like, they'll play songs and like the guy will cut in and be like, okay, question two, blah, blah, blah. And then play a song for 30, 45, a minute, whatever, and then come back in and say, okay, question three. Um, and it's just so is really... it 64 questions like that all have the same theme and, that, no, and that's so the like, entire. So the first round is often current events. Um, 
And then the next round is like the music round where he'll play a snippet of a song with some kind of a gimmick like this week. It was, this is a cover song. Um, so you need to tell me the name of the song and the original artist. Um, and then there's, you know, a picture round and there's clips from movies and, and well, then... right. But how do they, how do they divide the rounds? They don't eight, eight questions each. And then there's there's time between the rounds though. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, there's usually a couple of minutes, and so between the rounds, there's also bonus questions that pertain to the the theme of it. And then if you, and you text the guy like a, on a Google Voice account, and the first correct answer gets like a five dollar gift card. Oh, I like that a lot. That's yeah, cool. it's great. It's really. Good. I'm a big fan of just like of of Google proofing questions too. Like one of my favorite places to play in Pittsburgh is called it's a place called Brillo Box and they just have a guy who runs it. Yep. And he clearly just busts his ass to to find questions that are uh, to structure questions in a way that makes you, you can't just google, you know. You can't just like surreptitiously google shit on your phone. So, right. Cuz I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, um, cuz people pe- people do cheat in, oh, yeah. in bar trivia constantly. Yeah, constantly. Um yeah, the the other the other really good one this week was uh it was, it was an e- like fifty fifty chance of getting it right, and he would just give you a fact about a movie, and you had to say whether that movie was Casablanca or Battlefield Earth. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, like that is not, like you can't just, you know, rest your phone on on your leg and and, and tap out a tap out a search that'll that'll bring up the answer for that. Correct. Um, but. No, I, I think I, again, but circling back, I think I think bar trivia gener- generally lasts way too long. It does because of because of because of the compulsion a lot of people have to to play songs in between questions. Yep. Um. But even beyond that, we're just that that's more about the format of the game. But like in the host, I want them to be a little bit funny, but not mm-hmm. try to not be overly so. But not try to be like, like cracking a, jokes exactly. Yeah. This isn't this isn't like a stand up. We're not we're not here to see a stand up set. Like just be personable and 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 cool. And that's that's more than enough. I want the scores done quickly. So you, he's not. So it's not one of those things of like, okay, I'm gonna take two songs to just add up all your scores for the last round. Like, don't fucking do that. And then the most important thing, they gotta play good music. Yes. There, there is a guy who, like, uh, in this bar we used to go to, where the trivia host was mostly good, but he would play like Godsmack and shit, and you're just like, stop it! I don't want to do that. No, yeah. So, also, just like some level, like I, I remember one time, or a couple times, team name was Boner Jams O three, mm-hmm. from from the forty year old version. Yep, Virgin. And the guy kept saying Boner Jams 2003. <laughs> like I put the apostrophe there for a reason, man. Read the read the name correctly. Yeah. Well, so our team name every week is a uh, it's R.I.P. and then the name of a celebrity who could have plausibly died, but you mm-hmm. wouldn't have heard about it. So um, we did R.I.P. Barney Frank this That's week, good. and mm-hmm. and. Uh, so, and the goal is to get someone at the bar to be like, "What? I had no idea." And we got him this week. Mm-hmm. It was great. But That's good. I don't like when I, the guy. I, I like when it's R.I.P. And I don't like when the host will occasionally read it as "Rest in peace." Blah blah blah. It's right. like, no, bro, to, come on. I had to get I had to get talked out of making of making our team name R.I.P. Han Solo like a day after 
uh, Star Wars Force Awakens comes out came out. Yeah, I did. I I would have I, been. Well, I, I really mean, I already I already had seen it, so I wouldn't have really cared. But like that would have been a dick move. Of course it would have been. It would have like uh, that's also out of character for me. But but it it just it seemed, I just wanted to see people's faces. Yeah, we we also used to do like in that same bar like if he would you know the last week he had played a three eleven song or something, and we would just call <laughs> like call our team like three eleven sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Just just as a subject. Yeah. No, I I was a the there is one guy who's I I'll I won't even I won't even say where where he does it, but we had we had a long standing joke where it would, like we wanted our team name to just be the guy's name and then is a blank and just come up with like terrible things to say about him. Yeah, sure. It's because we did because we didn't like him, but <laughs> ended up not. Goes back to the bullying thing from earlier. Pretty much. Um. Okay. You can't. You can't you can't just say that trivia hosts are rapists and get away with it. I don't agree with you. Um, Cameron Thornton at Cam Thornton 91 asks, well, actually, this is a question that a guy named Drag Like Pole, who you might know from hockey Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, he asked, and then Cameron Thornton just quote tweeted it, uh, if your boss offered you the chance to work 20% fewer hours at the same pay or 20% more salary at your current hours, what would you take? Uh, it's a good question. You mean like actual like hours on the clock or hours spent doing work? <laughs> I'm going to say hours on, you know what? Because your, your implication here is that you're on the clock more than you are actually, or you're working more than you're no actually on the clock. No, it does. No, I, I'm saying like, like if I'm at the office and I'm there from, you know, nine to six or 10 to six or whatever. Right. Like I'm not doing work the whole time. Right. So, okay. so what I, what I just need to divert some of that time spent dicking around to, to doing actual work. Okay. No. Okay. So or, or, I will or, say, or what I, I, I also have a weird job, so it's, it's, it's tough for right, me to really right. say. Bo- both of us have weird jobs that make it hard to say for sure. Um, but I would say, that it means like you just don't have to be in the office twenty percent of the time that you are now. I don't mind being in the office. So if if you're just saying like I would need to spend twenty more percent of my day like at the office, I would do that for for twenty percent more pay. Okay, I would go the opposite. I would I would uh I would not want because be... I like I I like I like being at the office. Like I I, I enjoy most of the time I spend there. Right. Okay, fair enough. I, I like I I like the people I work with. I, to me, that's like the, that's the big variable. If, oh if, yeah. If I if I didn't, I wouldn't think twice. But but if it's like, you know, you're spending uh, four more hours a week, say, or five more hours a week, yep. and getting another twenty percent, I'm I'm down with that. Okay. In my current situation. Sure. Um, Ryan at Ryan Arod asks, "What is the longest movie you can think of that doesn't feel too long?" Oh boy. Godfather 2. I feel like that feels a little too long. Um but along similar lines, I was going to say Goodfellas. Goodfellas is really long. It's really long. It doesn't feel like it though. This is like I feel like we just end up, like we very regularly end up talking about like mob movies on on the show. Sure, and why not? They're a fairly popular genre with men 18 to 
58. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I watched I watched part two, like pretty recently. I haven't seen it in and, a while, um, to be fair, but it didn't. And it, there was <laughs> it was on AMC, man. There was commercials. Oof. I didn't really care. It's three. It's oh my god! It's 202 minutes long. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It stretched out over. It stretched out over for four hours, and I just like kind of hung out on the couch and watched it. Hell yeah! I, that's gotta be. That's gotta. Well, how about this? The Godfather, the original Godfather, is 175 minutes long. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel too long at all. That doesn't feel too long by any by any definition. No. So there you go. That's but, probably the yeah, answer. We're marks. We're marks. <laughs> we like we like the Godfather movies. It's what a what a. In my opinion, take. they're really good. Um, <laughs> Mike Morton at They Call Me Morty asks, "Who's the best owner in sports when you consider not screwing with the team, not demanding taxpayer money, and actual results?" Oh boy, that is a great question. Uh, you can eliminate all Most NFL owners from that. Well. I was going to say, Robert Kraft, like, I don't personally like him very much, uh, but built the stadium with his own money. The team is really fucking good, and he's just at every game. Like, he's not making personnel decisions or anything like that. Yeah, like, but if like you're the Trump, a Patriots the Trump fan, stuff. The Trump stuff, sure. Um, it, I, it might be Mark Cuban for me still. I feel like there's a little too much screwing with the team there. He's won a ring, though. I understand. I the last the last like few years have not been kind to the Mavs because they've basically structured all their stuff and you know they blew up a, an aging team with Dirk and Whiskey on it to create cap space for a megastar and just were never able to were never able to deliver. Like Harrison right. Barnes is good, but that's. Shouldn't have culminated with with that. I think I think Cuban Cuban's like a little bit too out there, but I I love his his overall mindset, and he has said this many times: is that if you're the owner Uh-oh. of a sports team, huh? We're getting like robot noises from your mic. Any better? No. Oh no! But no. Oh, that's good. Yep. Okay, I just unplugged my microphone. Cool. What about now? Yeah, that's. It sounds a little worse, but it's not robot noises, so that's fine. Um, something Cuban said many times is like you can't, you can't expect to make money necessarily off, of, <laughs> off off a sports team. You or you can't treat it like a money making venture. Correct. And that's and that's like, I'll take I'll take somebody somebody who has that mindset. You know, absolutely, hundred times out of a hundred. So, I'm I'm against accepting public funds for anything really, or or trying to squeeze squeeze taxpayers. Um, and for all Cubans' faults, I think he has a pretty good he has a pretty good record on that. Um, and he's and he's and he's obnoxious, sure, but you know, I don't know, man. I'd rather I'd rather have him. I'd rather have a guy like that owning my team than some other, you know billionaire randian douchebag yeah, who, who also sure. who also wants taxpayers to foot the bill for new scoreboards right um 
Vicky Foley at Vicky Abby asks, why do sour cream and onion chips exist? Why ruin the sour cream with onion? And my answer is Vicky, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, that's, that's way too harsh. Why would you say that? Why, why run down sour cream and onion chips? They're so good. I'm not a big fan of you telling our listeners to go F themselves, Ryan. Well, it's too late now. Can't take that back. Bleep it out. Nope. Uh, I'm not a fan of onions. Like, I don't like raw onions on sandwiches. Fuck you, too. God damn it. You're swearing too much this week. I'm sorry. I'm all fired up. We're We're not an explicit podcast, Ryan. Is that true? No. Oh. Whoops. Um... I think the onion brings something. Like, I don't know what, what just... I love sour cream, but I'm not sure what, what straight sour cream chips would taste like. Ooh, that, I feel like that would be bad. <laughs> Probably not great. You gotta you gotta have some sort of other... I think it's more that they just need an excuse to have, like, some sort of other flavoring in there. Yeah. Because you definitely do. You can't just have, like, potato and sour cream flavored chips. <sighs> that sounds horrendous. Uh, so... I don't know. Like I like again, like chet like there's cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Those are those are good chips. Yeah. Um you got to have something else. I, I I think is is what it boils down to. I agree. Um but I really like a sour cream and onion chip. So I just like I but again, like I like I like and this is coming from someone like I said who likes sour cream a lot more than onion just in general. Yeah, I feel opposite. I don't really like mm-hmm. sour cream very much in general. So that's mm. what's bringing me to the table is the onion. That's what caused you to to flip out, insult Vicky for asking that question. Yeah, well, she's in a lot of trouble with me now. <laughs> um. Okay, Kelly Twomey at Kelly Twomey asks, uh, overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite NHL jerseys. It's a tough one. Until they actually ditch them. Uh, all right, we're going non-alternate. Correct. Jerseys. Yeah, it has to be your like original. I'm telling team. you, now that the Oilers are switching to the orange ones full time, I think they're the worst. Oh, they're horrible. Those are horrendous. Yeah, those are least favorite. I like if 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 Kelly would have asked this question like a month ago before they <laughs> switched those full time, I would still say the Avalanche because I know avalanche, they have. Those... I I think I'd still say the Avalanche. Actually, those are pretty goddamn bad. Yeah, but I, they're going to switch to those alts full-time. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. Don't don't hold me to that, but I'm, I, I think that I think that might be a fact. Hmm. And, and even still, like, I, the Orange the orange Oilers jerseys are just atrocious on their own, they're let alone really when bad. you factor in that, they, that they're swapping out pretty great ones for it. Orange is a great accent color, but it, it should not be – the basis of uh of your jerseys right so, so so least favorite you're saying you're saying the abs still mm-hmm. okay. they're truly bad uh i don't know what pick what's your other stance here uh favorite i think i gotta go with the uh the red montreal canadiens jerseys mm. 
No, I'm sorry. The white ones. The white ones are better with the shoulder caps. Yeah. Let's let's no. Let's go full, full. Okay. Then I'll flex. then all right. Montreal Canadiens. Okay. Uh, I think that's fair. Um. Man, I, I'm gonna sound like a huge homer here, but like I I I think the Penguins' current ones are my favorites. They're nice. They're real nice, man. I like the I like the white ones a lot. If like if they if they were still doing that like they were doing by the end of last year with having the white and khaki ones, I think they I think that color change and in, in the format change took them from towards the bottom of of the barrel to to towards the top. Yep. And again, really like great. listen, man, I, I I grew up here, and I watched I watched. Mario Lemieux win cups in those jerseys, so I I can't I I got to be honest about, about about where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, underrated, I would say the Blues. Mm, I wish that their Stadium Series jersey was just their regular jersey, though. Yeah, because those well, that's kind of what I was thinking of, honestly. Yeah, I, that, like that's that shade of blue is perfect. Yep, I agree. Um, but yeah, I can't. I can't get on board with it with the uh with that whole thing with the um just royal blue. Everybody's royal blue. It's a bummer. Uh, too many oh man. Overrated. Well, I didn't do my under or did we oh, do yeah, underrated sorry. yet? Oh yeah, you said the St. Louis Blues, you're wrong about that. <laughs> um Underrated. I'm gonna say. I don't. I really don't think the Dallas Stars get enough credit. I. I really like that. That color green. Um, the logo's not bad. I think. I think that that logo's a little underrated. I think people don't like it at all. So. That's interesting. Uh. Overrated. This is always tough because like, I'm trying. I, I I think the Blackhawks jerseys might be overrated. No, they bit. definitely are because we don't talk about enough about. No, it's I extremely know. racist. Like, and also they're just red with like white and black stripes. They're not. They're really simple. Which simple from can a be purely good. from a purely aesthetic standpoint. The reason people think that it's great is because there's a lot of color in the in the logo. I agree. Again, this is like I I don't. I'm not signing off on on using people as mascots, but like that's if that's where that's where the greatness comes from is that it is that there's it brings like a larger color palette. Yep. Yeah, because of the logo. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think that's overrated. What's what's uh what's the other one here? Underrated. You you no, already we did it. We're good. We're done. So uh, let's go to the next one, Glenn. At Glenn Beats Robots, it's cool to pee in the ocean if you're at the beach, right? Yep. Glenn, of course it is. Yep. Of course it's it cool. is, Glenn. It's cool to pee nearly anywhere where there's a drain. <laughs> Are you a pool peer? No, I, no, because then it's just gonna like sit in the pool. Right. I definitely used to be, but I grew up. When I was a kid, I was just like, oh, I can't wait to go pee in that pool. <laughs> That's the only reason he went to the pool. That's right. I, d- I don't even know how to swim. <laughs> Sink like a stone. I have heavy bones. <laughs> no, I, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I have. I couldn't have less of a problem peeing in the ocean, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, I calm. It's all. It's in, and then outside of the ocean. To quote George Costanza, it's all pipes. It's all. Uh, hashtag at com G, or I'm sorry at hot oh hi Tony but then his his username is like hashtag com gr17 Ted I don't know what goes on with that stop yeah I agree <laughs> um who is your favorite band with exactly one album uh can't be a new band though oh my god this is uh, this is a hard one I I, I can't. Think, I think I have a good answer, though. What's that? The Exploding Hearts. Son of a bitch. This is this is going to be really, really hard for me. Because I know that there's going to be some that I forget. What about, like... Uh, like, do supergroups count? I don't know if... Yeah, See, like, I, God. oh, if I want to think about this so much, not new bands, right? So, like, it can't be a band just put out their first album and everybody liked it. Um, God, the unicorns. I don't, I don't even know uh, what that is. Just trying to. I'm like literally just. I. I like. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at. I'm looking at lists now that of of stuff that I liked. I oh god, this is this is this is gonna really this is gonna drive me nuts. Are you familiar with that Exploding Hearts record? Yes, it's so good. I actually listened to it the other day and was re reminded how much I love it. Probably because I saw this question, but yeah, it's great. Like I probably I would have said American Football a year ago. Right. Well, now tough shit. Can't no. say it anymore. Um. Shit, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have a good answer for that. Okay, all right. Uh, another minor one... threat. Minor threat just had one album, right? I think they might. That's a good question. They, if if they didn't, uh, you know, they they it was a thing where they combined multiple EPs into one LP later. But... Watch the throne. Ooh, that's a good one. Does that count? Sure, I'll take it. That's good. Uh, um, Postal Service. Pass. I like them a lot. That's that's not something that's gonna hold up. <laughs> I can't I can't handle I can't handle Ben Gibbard anymore. That's I aged out of him. I like Death Cat for Cutie. I used to love and just don't anymore. So. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, we, that's, a, that's about as good as I can do right now. All right. We got another one from Carl, uh, C. Van V8. Uh, I'm 26. Barry Bonds is 52. How many more years will it be before I can strike Bonds out? Or will it never be possible? I'm going to say this. You're never. never you're never going to happen. Not ever. Yeah, it would have to be like... If you were 10 years younger, maybe... If Maybe, he were like, if but... he were like, well, if he's confined to a wheelchair at some point, like if he has a stroke and can't hold a baseball bat, you know what, Carl, you're in. Because okay, so Carl's 26. Barry, so like, 
if Barry Bonds is 85 and in, in bedridden, and Carl's and Carl's, you know, in his late 50s, if he's paralyzed he in a car crash, if Barry Bonds can, if Barry Bonds can swing a baseball with any sort of with any sort of, you know, authority, like it's never going to happen. Right. It it would take him being infirm. Yeah, it's it's just not going to happen. Sorry. Um, okay, we're getting to the end of it here. Derek Heath, at Heath Derek, asks, Name a band you love, but dislike the general fan base. <laughs> uh, do you have an answer for that? Um, most of the bands I like. Yeah. That's a cop-out, but... <laughs> yeah, no, I... Honestly, like, because I like metal, specifically, like, metal heads are the worst. So. Um. Mm. Man, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, most, like, obsessive fans for one, for one artist are generally obnoxious. Yeah, it's too much. I agree. I wish I liked Beyonce more, because then I could just say the Beehive. Because they're technically, I think, a terrorist group. I agree. They're they're as bad as ISIS. For sure. They beheaded people. Mm-hmm. And, they, that, and that's why they keep yelling, Slay Queen. <laughs> they're literally talking about... Murdering people. Murdering, murdering somebody. Mm-hmm. The Queen. Wow. Oh man, that's I I love that question, but I I'm not That's when I that's when I wish I w- I, I would have known was coming. Okay, yeah. I Is this is is this the last question? Uh nope, th- this is the last question. Sarah Barnett at hey. S Barnett 037 uh germane to the uh the draft. What is your favorite Easter specific candy? Uh Oh god. I'm going to say I'm going to say Reese's eggs. That's so horrendous. Uh I said it earlier, Cadbury mini eggs uh are amazing. So There you go. That's it. That's I'm sorry. I was my computer was literally about to run out of batteries. Mine's at 11%. So let's um, wrap this up, baby. Yeah, we 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 did we talked about the about the uh I I like I like the Nestle Crunch eggs. Those are also very good. I don't, I don't know, know that make, I've ever had one of those. I don't think they make those anymore. I I remember them being in my Easter basket. Oh, they're really little, right? Yeah, they're small. Oh, yeah, those were really good. But yeah, it, they're like those. they're like solid little little eggs that have that have that have the rice crispy things yep. in them. I think that might be it for me cuz I I don't want to be that boring and just keep saying Reese's stuff. Right, right, right. Well, all right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Sorry yep. about the delay, and uh, that's it for us this week. We'll. Be back I want you to. Apo- I want you to apologize to Nancy. Who's Nancy? Do you mean Vicky? Vicky. Now you need to apologize, so, uh, and I never Vicky, will. Vicky, I'm sorry for calling you Nancy. Well, that's the best you're gonna get out of us. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we back on a probably on on a normal schedule, hopefully. But for yeah. the next for the next certain amount of time. 
You never know, do you? Okay, bye. Sorry.